Hi there, this is Harry. Welcome back to Advanced English Lessons with Harry, where I try to help you to get a better understanding of the English language, to help you with your conversational skills, your business English skills, interview skills, whatever your goals are, we're here to help. And for those of you and your friends or family who want one-to-one -one lessons, well, you know what to do. Just get in touch, www.englishlessonviaskype.com, and you can apply for a free trial lesson, and we'd be very happy to hear from you and very happy to help you. Okay, so enough of that. Let's get into the lesson. So what are we going to talk about today? Well, today's advanced English lesson is relating to idioms, and they're idioms related to problems and difficulties that you might have. So advanced English idioms relating to problems and difficulties. Okay, let's go through them one by one. The first one, at your wits end. When you're at your wits end, it means really you don't know what to do. You've tried everything. Nothing seems to work. You're running around in circles. You're not sure how you're going to get out of this problem, how you're going to deal with this particular difficulty. You are literally at your wits end. So you're talking to a friend and you're saying, Look, I, I, I've, I've tried everything. I've tried the bank, but they won't lend me any more money. I've even asked my parents and I don't really like asking them, but you know, they're pensioners, so they don't have a lot of free cash. I'm really at my wits end. I, I'm not sure what to do. And your friend says, well, look, I'll help you. I'll give you a bit of money for, uh, it'll help you till the end of the month and then you get something sorted out. Oh, God, that's really, really good. I, I don't really like to ask. Look, it's not a problem. Just leave it with me and we'll get it sorted out. So to be at your wits end, not knowing what to do or who to turn to to help you with the particular problem. To be grasping or clutching at straws. Now, grasping and clutching really mean the same thing, to grasp something with your hand, to clutch something, to grab at it. So when you're grasping or clutching at straws, you're really hoping anything, anything that will help you to get through a problem, okay? So you you might have a, a particular difficulty in relation to money, which usually is the root of all of our problems, and you're not quite sure how you're going to resolve the issue. So you, you ask your partner, and he or she doesn't have any money. You ask your parents, and again, they don't want to or they can't lend uh, the money to you. The bank is a, a no-go because you've already got a, a loan there. So th the last thing you think of is to ask your boss, can he advance you some money from next month's salary? And that's a real no-no because that's a slippery slope. So if you're at that particular situation, you're really grasping at straws, clutching at straws, trying to think of something that will get you out of that particular problem. So grasping or clutching at straws usually means the last thing you can think of. You know, you've tried everything else, nothing else is working, and this is your last attempt. You're grasping or clutching at straws, like somebody struggling in quicksand where they're sinking, they are grabbing onto anything that they will try and pull up. But if you grasp at straw, it usually breaks in your hands. So usually grasping at straws means that it's a futile or an attempt that's going to fail. So when you're grasping at straws or clutching at straws, you really know that it's really not going to work, but you've got to try something. Okay, so you you could be in college and you've missed a couple of weeks because of illness and you haven't kept up with your the course. You've got the exam coming in. You've got to do that document that has to be submitted as part of your assessment. You go to the teacher and you say, or the lecturer, and you say, look, I'm really sorry. 
I really need a couple of more weeks to get it done. And the lecturer says, look, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll give you an extra two days and I'll, I'll give the extra two days to everybody. But if you don't get it done in those two days, I'm sorry, you're going to fail that particular assignment. So you're really clutching at straws. You're grasping at any particular opportunity to try and get yourself out of that particular difficulty. To go south, when something goes south, we usually point downwards that is south you know wherever you happen to be on the map up there is going to be north and down there is going to be south and when we say that things go south it usually means that things go from bad to worse oh everything in my life has gone south you know my relationship is on the rocks i don't enjoy my job anymore you know the money's terrible i'm paying more rent than i really should more difficulties piling up on each other one after another so like it looks like everything in my life has gone south so you're really feeling depressed really feeling a little bit sorry for yourself and in that situation you can say yeah everything's gone south so it's gone bad or it's going from bad to worse and you can foresee the future not being such a happy place to be okay generally Things can go south when the economy is in a bit of difficulty and you could have a period of high inflation. You can have a period of high interest rates. You can have a period of high unemployment. And when generally everybody looks around, they can say, yeah, the economy looks like it's going south. We're going to be in for a difficult period. You have to fasten your seatbelts, hold on tight because it's going to be a rough ride for the next six months or 12 months. So that's generally how it might be described in the newspapers or on the internet or on the TV channel. So when everything looks as if it's going south, nothing is working out and everything is going from bad to worse. The performance of your football team could be going south. You know, they won a couple of games at the beginning of the season. Everything looked good. But as the weeks went by, the results got worse and worse. A couple of draws followed by five or six losses. You know, the star player injured. Yeah, everything's going from bad to worse. In hot water, well, hot water is not something you want to stand in because you'll burn your feet, quite literally. So when you're in hot water, it means you're in some difficulty. And usually we can be in hot water because, let's say, we forgot our wife or our husband's birthday. Now you're going to be in hot water when you get home and you don't have the flowers, you don't have the chocolate, or there's no present on the table. Yeah, you're really going to be in hot water. You could be in hot water with your boss because you forgot to complete that account that he was looking for and the customer's been on complaining and your boss is really uh, on the warpath and uh, you're going to be in hot water when you get into the office on Monday. But what can you do about it now? It's Saturday and uh, you're just going to have to face the music, as they say. And when you go in on Monday, yeah, you know you're going to be in hot water. You can be in hot water with your lec lecturer because you forgot to put in the, the paper on time and you've got to ask him for a couple of extra days in order to complete it. So you're in hot water with him. So generally, when you're in hot water, you're in some difficulty because something has gone wrong and somebody's going to be a little bit annoyed with you. So in hot water with the wife because you forgot the birthday in hot water with the boss because you forgot to finish that account for the, the customer, and in hot water with your lecturer because you forgot to complete the assignment and you needed an extra couple of days. Hot water burns your feet, so be really, really careful. To have your back to the wall, well, when you have your back to the wall, there's no further 
uh, place you can go because you're you're in retreat and then yeah you come up against a wall and when your back's to the wall what can you do yeah you've got to face the problems that you have it could be any situation you know it's it's a metaphorical situation of course you know you don't literally have your back to the wall but it's as if you have no escape you've you've forgotten to do something you kept putting it on the long finger you've procrastinated and now when you look at the calendar and see that well actually this is the end of the month it's the last day your backs to the wall because if you don't get it completed now well then you're not going to be able to send out the invoice and of course you're not going to be able to get the fees and then of course the boss will want to know why the account hasn't been completed okay so your your backs to the wall so you ask your colleagues can they help you and luckily one or two of them are able to stay behind help you to finish it but that's the last time so you've got to make sure in future that you get everything done on time or in a timely fashion so you don't have your back to the wall so anytime you have your back to the wall it means you're in a difficult situation there's no you can't go back any further you have to go forward and to go forward then you have to complete the task that you have so when our backs to the wall we find out what we're made of we find out are we able to deal with problems are we able to deal with difficult situations and you really know how good you are when your back's to the wall you really know who which friends you have when your back's to the wall you really know how people support you when your back's to the wall so catch 22 it really means you're a bit like your back's to the wall or there's another expression you're between a rock and a hard place and when you're between a rock and a hard place it, it looks as if you've got nowhere to turn or if you do turn the situation is as bad as the previous situation so in a catch-22 it's really really difficult for example you can't get a job because you don't have experience okay and if you don't have experience you can't get a job so what happens okay i need a job to get experience but they won't give it to you and uh, and without experience i can't get the job so it's a real catch-22 situation particularly for people leaving university they've had all of the academic experience but when it comes to practical experience they have very very little of it perhaps a few summer jobs or some work experiences a week here a week there which really really doesn't help well we're looking for somebody with a little bit of practical experience but okay well how can i get practical experience if you won't give me the job okay well we can't give you the job without some experience so you go round in circles okay so that's a classic example of a catch-22 situation in fact catch-22 is a really really good book and it was a really good movie as, as far as i remember it goes back a long way but worth getting a hold of the book and reading it because it's a very very good story catch-22 Okay, next, a can of worms. Well, a can of worms is a real, real problem. If you can imagine a tin can, okay, tin can, like a can of beans, but empty, okay? And then when you open the can and there are worms in it, they get everywhere. Try putting those back. It's impossible, okay? So if you take the lid off a can of worms, they go everywhere so when something is a can of worms it's impossible to work it out it's impossible to put it back so you have to be really really careful when you get involved with a problem that it's not a can of worms because if it is a can of worms you're going to have a terrible terrible job trying to figure it out trying to make things work out properly and correctly a real 
can of worms. So we could use this when we're describing perhaps it's a family problem. So look, I don't want to go there. I don't want to get involved. It's a real can of worms. Once I start talking to one family member, somebody else will get involved. And before you know it, I'm going to be in the middle of it. I'm going to be blamed. I'm going to be expected to sort it out. So no, let them sort their own problems out. It's a real can of worms. So if you've got a friends, a couple, it could be a brother, it could be a sister, it could be a best friend. If they've got relationship problems with a partner, not so good to get involved because that is a real can of worms or a particular job that you've been asked to look after in, in work. Your boss gives it to you and your colleague says, oh, he's given that to you. Oh, I wouldn't touch it. That's a real can of worms. You know, that's the most difficult customer we've had. Nobody's been able to solve that everybody's had a problem with it. So um, I'm not surprised he's given it to you. They usually give it to the new person to see what they can make of it. So yeah, something that's a real can of worms. Once you take the lid off and the worms come out, you can't put them back without great, great difficulty. A can of worms. A vicious circle. Well, we know what a circle is. A vicious, a vicious circle is something that goes round and round and no end. So one problem after another, one problem leads on to the other and it just goes round and round in circles and you don't see any end to it because a circle has no end. So it's a vicious circle. The boss wants this done, the customer wants it done that way, accounts don't want it done until the customer pays the outstanding fee, the customer won't pay the outstanding fee because he wants this work done. The boss wants you to look after the customer. Yeah, you guess it. It's a vicious, vicious circle. It goes round and round. To think on your feet. Well, when you think on your feet, it's when you don't really have things planned out or you're put on the spot by somebody and you really have to come up with an answer very quickly. So you have to literally think on your feet while you're sitting or while you're standing there, you have to come up with some solution. So in some cases, it's easy to say, okay, look, give me a couple of days to think about it and I'll come back to you with an answer if I can help you. That would be the sensible thing to do. But sometimes somebody's sitting there and say, well, look, we need an answer and we need an answer now. And you say, oh, well, I'll give me give me a minute. And you have to think of something and hopefully something comes to your mind that would be able to sort the problem out even in a short period of time and buy you some time to get the problem sorted out over a longer period. So, for example, if you don't want to go to somebody's wedding because you don't really like the people or you don't want to go to the party because you don't like them and you get an invitation, you have to think on your feet, okay, what can I, what excuse can I make up for a reason for not going, okay? You think on your feet, you come up with a, an answer or an excuse really, really quickly and that's to think on your feet. And then finally, to have one of these light bulb moments, ding! It's almost like a light bulb goes off on your, in, in your head, okay? So when you're scratching your head, trying to come up with some solution to a problem, or you're trying to think of some new strategy, or to come up with some bright idea. You're just sitting there, and then suddenly, ding, this little light goes off in your head. Ah, that's actually, that, that would actually work. And so you set it out in a bit of paper, you think about it, and yeah, you've got the seed of an idea, so a, a light bulb moment. Okay, something that you hadn't thought of before and it comes to you while you're either having a shower or while you're having a cup of coffee or you're sitting watching the TV in the evening, just a little ding goes off and you have a quiet little smile to yourself thinking, yeah, that's what we'll do.
Okay, so a light bulb moment. Okay, so those are all idioms. They are, you know, quite difficult idioms relating to problems and difficulties in your life, in work, whatever it might be. Okay, let me go through them one more time. To be at your wit's end, grasping at straws, everything or something goes south, to be in hot water, have your back to the wall, catch 22 situation, a can of worms, a vicious circle, to think on your feet or having to think on your feet, and finally to have one of those light bulb moments, something that we'd all like to have. Ding! Okay? All right, so idioms related to problems and difficulties, advanced English idioms. Okay, as I said before, if you want to practice those, please do. If you have any difficulties with them or you need to have more examples, then you can contact me and you can do that on www.englishlessonviaskype.com. Always happy to hear from you. If you have any questions, any issues or concerns where you want to try and improve your English, well, just drop me a line and I'll see how I can help you. As always, I really, really appreciate your joining us for watching all of these lessons. And if we can help you, we will. Okay, join me again soon.